Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to another Two Cents Mental Health Edition episode of the Two Cents Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about that great thing, that lovely thing we call peace. And it's like, you know, when's the last time you had peace? How long um, has it been since you had peace? What does peace look like to you? And, you know, we're going to dabble in that uh, a little bit today, but um, I've had the honor of having on this episode uh, one of um, one of my friends that's uh, actually starting out in her own uh, podcast uh, career, you know, with her podcast, which I'll let her introduce, but it's going to be something that people are going to really embrace because of the mind that's involved with this project. B is just um, she's phenomenal when it comes to like her pen. Her pen game is crazy. So being able to convey that to conversation is going to do wonders for her listeners as well as her peers and um, and anyone else that she has on the show. But without further ado, I want to introduce uh, V to the show. So welcome, V. Hey, so I want to say something before we get started on our topic for yeah. today. Um, I want to I want to take some time to tell you about something I was talking about today. So I didn't work today, so usually on my days off, I some chores around the house, and my routine now like go to the podcast app and listen to you know my library um whoever has a new episode or whatever and it's whoever it may be Uh, but I was reflecting this morning on how like when podcasts first started I dreamed of just of being a podcast listener I was like oh this sounds this sounds cool like I would love to listen to people talk and like hear what they have to say but I would try to get into it and I I couldn't find anybody that I was connecting with or enjoyed listening to um and then I had friends that would like send me some be like what they would be like I would I enjoy this person like you should try these people and try it but still I wouldn't get a connection wasn't clicking to me so um it took years for someone and it wasn't until I met you and you shared with me your work and your platform and honestly the you were the first youtuber I had ever watched or listened to um I'm not a huge like tv person or anything so like youtube was not I didn't even have the YouTube app or anything. Um, So you were the first one. And then I was like, well, I really connect with this person and his beliefs and his thoughts and his words. And I just felt like it aligned. And that led me to find other voices and other people that I enjoyed listening to, to the point where now I have a whole library which you are included in there that I you know wake up and if I want to feel motivated like I put it on and I just hear their words and it's really astonishing to get to this point and I just want to say thank you for that oh well you know what the <laughs> that right there that entire spill and that that setup for the punchline was phenomenal and um but in all seriousness I want to say thank you for for really sharing that and and showing that that inspiration because as I've told you many times like I get inspired when I get to read I get the the opportunity the luxury to read your works that you you know decide to share with me you know what I mean as far as just in in the way I see that it's just a reflection of your mind and that's and the pen is pretty much the, the messenger but everything comes from your mind and being able to transfer that over the way that you do um, is, a, is a thing of beauty to me. And um, I'm grateful to to be able to see that. And I, like I said, I do find that to be inspiring. So it's dope that we can inspire, you know, one another when it comes to whether it's, uh, you know, doing podcasts, doing YouTube shows 
or just um, downright writing. You know, um, it's just it's just it's just super dope. And um, I know that I'm going to enjoy this episode um, more so like looking back as I'm like editing and reflecting and just knowing that the gems that are going to be released on this is going to be something that I believe people will be able to take with them going forward, apply it to their life and and be better for it. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, but uh, like I said, before we get started, let me go ahead and, and let you introduce um, the, the folks. We'll do it at the end of the show, too. But like introduce them to your new podcast format that you have going for yourself right now. Yeah. So on that note, like. I just want to say that I appreciate being here today and you asking me to be here today in this moment we have. Um, yeah, the whole spill, it just here where you me to like start my, which I named um, Let's Avlad, which um, I wanted it to just be a little twist on my Mexican-American culture. So that's where the Spanish came from. Um, and yeah, I just wanted it to be like a forum where I talk to friends um, and family and open uh, be open about anything, pretty much. Mental health, dating, sexuality, family, parenting, whatever the topic is that they feel passionate, passionate about. Yeah. And just kind of sharing that with the world. Right. Um, so shout out to Matt and Brandy because they were the first uh, guest on your um podcast right yes they were yeah that's dope and i believe brandy's your brandy's your cousin and matt is, brandy's matt my is, cousin my friend okay matt and matt is your uh that's, that's, that's the homie that's okay. the homie yes cool 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 yeah like i said just listening to the first episode i i i'm able to just pick that up and that's why you know we talked about it through text and i was telling you that some people just have it and um it's you know there's something there obviously there's more things that are going to come to you as you uh do more shows which is going to be uh, like i said it's, it's something i'm looking forward to what you're wh whatever you're going to create with it you know whatever obviously whatever tips whatever uh help you need going in your movement you know what i'm saying it's like it's easy to be like someone that's been doing it for a while and try to tell somebody what to do but it's not my show it's it's yours you know what i'm saying so whenever you like obviously need any assistance or direction or guidance with that whatever with, with your it's because it's your vision then you know i'll definitely supply that you know so but i look forward to seeing the things that you and your friends family whoever you know shows up on there and you know you definitely do not hesitate to to have me uh, come on there at any point in time you know what i'm saying like to, to just talk about random things uh but you know without further ado we'll go ahead and get into our first uh topic for this episode so what does it mean v to have peace i think for me what it means to have peace is more about when you feel the less peaceful so when you're stressed um when you've had a shitty week at work um, when you have a bunch of things to do, when you feel scared or there's a big change happening, I think it to go through it and face it is peaceful for me. To embrace it and instead of giving in to that fear and just, you know, getting centered in that moment because you feel so uncentered is very it's a very yeah let's touch on um let's touch on that where where do you go for peace where do i go yeah usually um the first place i would go is the beach for right. sure yes i live i mean i live in southern california oxnard california to be exact um, you sure that's the at, right city? That right city. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. the right city. Um, yeah. The beaches. You don't want to claim it. You don't want to claim that Malibu. I was the, yeah. I'm just messing yeah. with you. But, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, the beach though. It's right, literally down the street from me. So um, that's where I go, and I would say that it wasn't always my piece. Um, I was actually pretty scared of the beach for a while 
for a lot of my life. I mean, I grew up as a child. I mean, where I live, the beach was here, like, you know, walking distance. Yeah. And we would hardly ever go. Um, my parents weren't big beach fans. Um, it was too sandy, windy. The ocean is weird and scary and powerful. So I didn't really grow up being at the beach so much. So it wasn't a symbol for peace for me for a really long time. Um, up until like maybe a few years ago, um, I just started enjoying taking my kids there um, because it was it was just really beautiful and they enjoyed outside um, just brought a lot of um, peace to our lives. And when I found myself in a really low spot, I found out that's my place. That's where I felt the most peaceful. And the wind and the sand and the big powerful waves were actually peaceful instead of scary. Uh, I get that. As well as you know, um, the beach is something I rave about like all the time. And what's what's wild for me is that I lived when I was in the Air Force, I was stationed at uh, Herbert Field in Fort Walton Beach. And the beach literally was about 20 minutes from me. And I could probably count on one hand um, how many times that I went there in, in the course of the four years where I was stationed there. Now, since being, uh, being more spiritual and finding uh, a deeper connection to nature, um, especially here, you know, living in Jacksonville, I could count on one hand how many times I went to the beach in a week and you know a couple you know a few times because it's just so connected you know I find that place to be very uh, very peaceful um, you know just and, and what it means for me to have peace is just to be really free away from everything I don't like to bring um, my phone to the beach you know, I'll do, you know, I'll use my iPad, if anything, you know, to listen to Apple Music or whatever. But for the most part, I do not like to have any form of interruption while out there because I know, again, I know addiction, you know, phone addiction and like that dopamine hit that I get from checking notifications it will leave me checking the phone instead of, and if I'm always looking down at the phone, I'm not able to look up at the world. And like the world is filled with so many wonders that we have. I mean, looking at like, I mean, hell, if you go to the beach at night, you know, you get to see the moon, you get to see the stars, you get to hear the waves crack and you um, then very well may not even be able to see them that well. It depends on, you know, your lighting at, uh, at your particular beach. But like, there's so many things that being at the beach has provided for me in healing. I didn't realize how healing it was for my spirit. And once I decided that um, I was a, a spiritual being in this human body, everything gets elevated because of that. You know, it's like I no longer see my, as, you know, of course, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a very proud black man. I'm a proud whatever you want to call it. But like to be considered a spiritual being here on this earth, you know, it's just a, uh, it's a very short stay, you know, here um, being on this earth and then we're going to transcend to wherever it is that we're going to transcend to. Our spirits are going to move to. But as you're here, connecting, learning to connect with uh, with the earth is going to bring about so many different things you didn't really think you could do. I mean, I believe you shared with me the whole concept of you even doing a podcast, you know, something that you didn't really think that you would be doing. And you're actually running it, you know what I mean? Literally, I believe we talked about it maybe, what, a month ago. I was like, oh, I think you should consider doing the podcast. You constantly, you'll tell me, be like, yo, me and my friends, my cousins or whatever, we was talking about this. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard you talk on the podcast, you know, the first one, we, you know, or that we, that we did, you know what I'm saying? And then to even more, as you, as I keep listening to you talk and express yourself, I'm like, she has the mind, you know, and the gift, you know, the gift of writing, the gift of, I mean, and everything writing comes from your mind. So to have that, you're able to, you know, 
bless the world with uh, with your words now. Now it's just everything you put into, you know, put on paper is now going to come out and uh, verbally and people are going to be able to receive that um, that type of healing, you know, just as, you know, I have reading your works and stuff like that. But, you know, the concept of peace, peace is uh, it's free. Um, so, you know, that's what really it means to me to have peace. And that's what the beach does. You know, the beach allows me to be free. And um, I don't have to really concern myself with anything but the present moment. And that's why leaving the phone in the car allows you to live into the present moment. You're not anticipating um, a message from somebody, an assumption of what you think they're gonna say or what this person meant by this text message, somebody calling you, whatever it is, you get to just sit in the present moment and just live you know you don't you know you're not existing you know you're just living i mean some people go to the beach and they're existing but to actually be connected with the beach you know i would say as as we do um it allows us to live and be just be a part of nature like of course you have plants you have the you have you know you have the beach which is you know the water and the sand and all that stuff and then comes the human aspect that just plays a part in it. everything plays together you know what i mean and that's what um i find to be so dope and how you can connect with um with the ocean so v i appreciate you you know sharing that and we'll get into the the next topic are you peaceful i would say yes okay and and by peaceful what makes you feel that you are peaceful i just love being in i have never really been a person that like liked a lot of drama and wanted to be like involved in drama i mean just being like a teenager and like high school and just like even now like anybody any anytime anybody wanted to like start drama with me or you know start a fight or something i i literally don't i don't want that i i have no idea let's talk it out let's figure out why you're upset with me like i don't mean i mean i'm sure i've hurt people in the past like i'm not gonna say i'm perfect or anything that i've definitely hurt people in the past but i don't think i would mean to hurt someone on purpose right uh, you know I mean maybe I have a couple times I'm not gonna <laughs> sit here and say I never purposely you know got revenge on someone or something but um yeah anytime usually I'd be like what's you know what's going on like what I don't want to fight so like I would just rather bring peace to any kind of situation that would be brought up um and it kind of just reminds me of um like fight or flight mm-hmm. concept and I am not a fighter. I'm not going to fight anyone. Um, I mean, maybe like in a survival situation, maybe like, going to like, especially as a mom, I'm going to fight for my children. Um, but honestly, like if I think about like fight or flight and I'm like, I don't know, like something crazy happened and I'm like, fight or have to fly like I'm I can see myself just being like peace out world it was fun I'm gonna go and die now right and that's and I would be okay with that okay um well am I peaceful uh depends on I guess it would it would depend on the person and their perspective of it I will say that me, um, since joining the Air Force, when I joined the Air Force, I was scared out of my fucking mind. So I thought that uh, I was going to need to be uh, extremely fucking nice to get back that support system that I felt that I once had. And, And this was, you know, my introduction into nothing anyone does is ever about you. You know, so I spent years trying to be the perfect father, perfect son, perfect uh, brother, perfect co-worker. The the common word that we keep hearing is the term perfect. And perfect is a fucking illusion. 
and um and what it did was it it went it took me through a lot of fucking anxiety it took me through a lot of fucking depression that was self-induced for that matter you know i mean you are the cause of your uh your happy of your happiness and you're the cause of your demise because it's all starts in your mind and it's about your like perspective so i bring all that up to say is that i was um trying my best i was being nice out of fear you know was i a peaceful person i'm sure that uh family members would probably say uh it depends on what was going on you know what i mean there's a part of me i felt like i was uh, a little bit you know i'll say loose um as a kid but nothing too crazy i mean i never had a cops come to the house or none of that nature if it but if it meant a woman sneaking her in the house or something as a teenager i was all for it and um so i mean technically it's i mean still yeah. peaceful until the parents come home or you know or being over that girl's house and her fucking dad comes home and you know, it could be very not peaceful, but I also knew how to turn on, you know, the, your typical TV show, like cute boy charm and shit. How you doing there, Mr. Dotson or whatever it is, <laughs> you know what I'm But meanwhile, I'm trying to uh, manipulate uh, your child. I mean, manip- manipulate your daughter, take advantage of her in, um, in, in ways that's probably not, not in highlight for you to see. You know what I'm saying, buddy? I mean, any, any man, any woman that has ever grown up in teenage and you were experimented, you know, you experimented a lot. It nothing is nothing new under the sun. You know, it's different. There's different things, but um, you grow up. And, and as I learned, as, as the more I, the older I got, you know, from that time frame of joining the Air Force to even to current day, I realized that I was doing this shit out of fear because of conditional love. I felt like, you know, I was um, loved conditionally. I felt like I had to do this. I had to be this character or no one would Were you, me. were you, you know people pleasing? Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. I was the, the, the king of that, you know, I could sweet talk anything that's walking, you know, I could sell, I could sell Jesus water or wine at a wedding, whatever the, the, the thing, the phrase is or whatever. I could, yeah, I pretty much was, uh, I was, I was potent at that. And the people please, the thing with people pleasing is that you teach people that you come second. And, um, and it was a character, literally, it was just a character. It wasn't, um, all of me, you know, it wasn't authentic, you know, it wasn't truly authentic me, uh, for fear of losing, um, whatever was around me. You know what I mean? Be it family, be it friends or whatnot. It was survival mode, as you know, as we as you mentioned earlier, you know what I mean? Like it was literally all about survival mode. I was out in a war. I you know, once I got shipped out and went to the military and at at, the, at one point in time, I was looking at it like, damn, I'm out here all alone. I gotta do this shit by myself. So I'm afraid. What does a person excuse me, what does a person do when they're afraid? They find ways to adapt. My way of adapting in my survival mode was to become my surroundings so that I could live. And um, after a while, you know, when you have to be something you're not, you for, you lose uh, a piece of who you are. And that's what I was doing over time. And it really took. Um, I want to. I want to say it, it really took, like, being around my kid that helped me kind of see like damn what, what have i come to you know even my or even just the family in general and i believe one time um it was at dinner and i took it personal and i had I, I really took it personal when my brother said this but he was actually i actually agree with what he said at the time it's like i hate when he acts like this it's like a fucking robot you know and it's because i had an individual that uh with me that I felt like I had to be a character for, you know, as a young lady that I was uh, dating at the time. But, you know, we're sitting at the table and my ego is like ready to defend what was just said about me. I'm, I'm like, like steaming. And, you know, my brother is like, he's been drinking. So, you know, it's toxic, you know, it's intoxicated at the time. And um, so I'm like, and it's, it's triggering for me. 
like anybody that drinks you know what i'm saying just from childhood trauma yeah so like, like that gets belligerent and shit um at times you know and when and when it happened the truth came out and this is the thing about the truth you know the the when you have an issue with the truth the problem's not with the truth you know what i mean so it's like if it's the truth why be upset and if it's nonsense why be upset so once it was said it was like you know in that moment i think the ego was more so i think my ego was more embarrassed if anything and wanted to defend what was being said but i couldn't argue with it i literally was becoming a character because i put this person so high up on a pedestal in my life like throughout my life in my like in my 20s and you know through like my early 30s and to finally we know you know we're finally now in this relationship what it did was highlight a lot of my insecurities and um enable me to see a lot of parts of me like i again if i have to be this person because uh because this per because this particular person that i'm with is not uh approve of that person then um i'm not in the right room you know what i'm saying and and that's what and how very, long how long did it take you to get to this point it got to the point where you realize this isn't peaceful this is not what i want you put it up so much you said so much now how do you get your shit get your ass out of it now the ego is playing a factor because now it's going to be a blemish on my uh i don't know reputation so your character sticking, yeah exactly so you're sticking it out even though you're you're mentally gone you know you're just staying in some shit and um because you've never really been taught to deal with confrontation so it's like all right and this individual can can get So you would say at that at that time yeah. in life that's what you thought was peace not being um, yourself not choosing yourself Well to be honest choosing I someone don't else I think it was I you know I'll be honest I didn't think that what I wanted mattered truthfully I think like I uh -huh. felt like I was taught that I think life had shown me at that time that my my thoughts my wants uh desires none of that shit mattered all that matters is that I provide. That's it. That's where my life was, and that's that where the people around you are happy. Yep, that's what uh, depre that's where depression was starting to kick in because it seemed like the things that I wanted um, and in life at the time did not fucking matter to those that were around me. I mean, you can I mean, you can share how you feel, but I mean, this is you know kind of touched on this on one of the YouTube shows. It's like this is why a lot of men don't come forth with saying how they feel because a lot of people don't really give a fuck how you feel as long as you uh, perform, as long as you show up. So it's been ingrained in, in us over time, you know, a lot of us to not share what's on our mind, to not share what we're feeling, if you will, and just shut up and perform, shut up and play ball, you know, whatever they told LeBron to do, you know, the lady on Fox News and shit, you know what I'm saying? Just shut up and play. And, and it's like, what happens is that when men get like that, when people get like that, not even just men, but for this particular thing, women are more uh, conditioned to express how they feel uh, than, than men are, I believe. So, but when it comes to men, you know, we'll fall into the likes of gambling. We'll fall into the likes of alcoholism. We'll fall into the likes of porn. That's exactly where I lived. I lived in, you know, lived in porn for a very, very long time in addiction. And, and, um, and then also, you know, drugs, whatever, or even today's age, video gaming, uh, which is crazy to me that video gaming is an addiction um, for grown ass men. But I mean, that's no judgment. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just weird to me that it would get through that far. I, I get it as like a teenager, but, um, you know, but it keeps a lot of men out of trouble. You know, a lot of women, so a lot, a lot of women that I've I had conversations with, they don't really care too much for their, uh, you know, significant other gaming, but it's better than being out in the streets and shit like yeah. that. But I mean, what it does is turn them into, I, I mean, it keeps them, it keeps them idle though. You know what I'm saying? Like when you play video games for so long and you eat certain shit, you're going to turn into what you eat because you're not, you're spending more time gaming than you are in the gym. And then you become, um, you know, uh, to me unattractive but that's just that's just for my life you know that's no that's no judgment on anybody else that does that shit but overall you know um the I got so off topic or whatever <laughs> but I think it's still great but being like am I peaceful yeah yeah I would say now 
now for sure. Definitely peaceful. Um, I am I'm either going to be all the way peaceful or once that trigger is 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 hit, it's it's all the way green. It's all the way it's, it's all the way Bruce Banner. It's all the way Incredible Hulk. Um, like and, and it and it takes a, it would take a lot. It would take a lot to uh, to get me. Um, I would say that fucking mad. But for the most part, I've taught myself like how to how to deal with uh, certain emotions that come up. I will say I've, um, ma- I'm I'm mastering uh, emotional intelligence to a to a very high degree and still a lot to learn with it but a lot a lot more than i was throughout my life that's for sure because i used to respond very emotionally to things because i did not feel seen i did not feel heard so it's like all right so the way a child gets uh gets to be seen is by throwing a tantrum and commonly that's what people do when they don't feel seen they throw tantrums and they just everyone wants to be externally seen instead of internally heard and loved. And um, I mean, we all do that. We all do that because we're taught that. I mean, a child is taught to rely upon its parent. And when you're not taught to, you know, to deal with things on the inside, you're going to just continue to look externally for shit. So um, to have that internal, um, you know, point of view where you're able to self-soothe if you will have something you go through something serious and you can journal about it you can um you you know you do breathing exercises you meditate you go to therapy yes black people whoever people go to fucking therapy and learn like tactics that will help you um with your mind because if you if you're not able to control your mind you're fucked Honestly, like, I mean, you think about a lot of the shit that's going on in the world is due to people not having control of their mind. And, you know, it's just it's just something that um, for all of us to to learn, learn from. But all in all, am I peaceful? Yes. Was I peaceful before? Yeah, you know, I had some ways about me that I did. I did. I had attention seeking behavior uh, when I was a teenager. I didn't feel seen in the house i didn't feel heard you know so i did a lot of shit for attention whether that's be uh you know uh, really good at music or be a comedian or um yeah just a whole bunch of shit to try to get um you know uh, attention it's really what it was all about it was all about being being seen and heard so moral to the story is Pay attention to your damn kids so that, uh, you know, they don't come up, they don't go in the world and try to get validated and shit. But yeah, we'll move on to our next thing. So hold on, hold on. I want to, I want to say something. What do you want to (laughs) say? Um, so I, when I like explain, like, um, I guess like, yeah, I guess my personality to people or the way that I am, um, I've gotten people that have mistaken my peace for people pleasing mm-hmm. and they're like well that sounds like you're a people pleaser and I wouldn't consider myself a people pleaser but I am the type of person where I'm so I would say I'm so peace that I I nothing not not I wouldn't say nothing but it takes a lot for me to get bothered by something. It takes a lot. And, um, I don't, like, for example, I don't, like, men. Like, if I'm describing my, the way I like to date people, the type of men I like to date, I have a lot of women that think that I'm a people pleaser. That I'm just going to, like, you know, sit back and let anybody walk all over me because I just want to bring peace to people whoever that may be you know right um so when I explain when we have conversations of like you know what I'm looking for or just any or even just friends in general um you know I you know if what if my friend wants to go do this and it's it's not a huge like issue for me like yeah let's go do that like that's fine maybe it's not something I would choose to do or whatever but 
in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is something I wouldn't think of doing, but maybe it might be really fun. And usually it really is fun. Usually it is a whole different experience that I would have never experienced if I was controlling and, you know, had to be, you know, a leader or had to be dominant. And it's not, I wouldn't consider it people pleasing. Um, and there, I do have boundaries. There are boundaries involved in everything. Um, but yeah, I just think it's funny when, you know, you, people meet you and you're a very like peaceful person. They think you walk all over you or, or they think that you let people walk all over you and you're just a people pleaser. And that's not generally the case with peace. You just know when or when not to say, if you want to say yes, you say yes. And if you want to say no, you say no. Right. Well, also keep in mind that people can only reach you as far as they've gone mentally. You know what I mean? So the way that you see things is not going to be the way that they see things because they're speaking on it from their level of knowledge and you're speaking on it from your level of knowledge. So all in all, as Marcus Aurelius, the ancient Stoic says, they don't know any better. You know what I mean? And it's not like a diss. It's literally if they knew what you knew, they would respond the way you respond and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? It's not a better thing. It's just a perspective thing. So, I mean, from their perspective, yeah, they see you as like people pleasing and all that stuff. I would equate uh, people pleasing is when um, it drain. you're doing something and it's draining you. Yes. You don't have the boundaries in place and you're doing things to facilitate your worth uh, for other people. And uh, that's why I equate uh, people pleasing. And that's what the fuck I was doing. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it literally, I literally was doing shit to feel uh, valid, uh, valued, seen, heard, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And um, it drove me fucking crazy. And, and it, yeah, it just drove me crazy. It wasn't, it was never enough. You know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, I mean, I get the, like I said, I get the whole concept of like being told that you're a people pleaser, but I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's all perspective. And if you don't feel, I believe if you don't feel drained uh, by doing so, then, um, you know, I mean, it's truly up to you. The, all the people pleasing is really, it, it would all uh, depend on your, uh, your perspective of it. So, but, um, so, so V, what is, um, what does peace look like in your life? You know, right now. Peace in my life looks like being alone a lot. Fucking, fucking right. Being alone is very peaceful. It's the, probably the most peaceful part of my life, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but yeah, just doing things alone. Um, some of the things that I like to do alone is definitely go to the beach alone. Um, definitely go to the beach alone. Um, it's just like we talked earlier it's just um, an escape from everyone and everything Um, but so where I live um, we have the beach and we have mountains so being in the mountains hiking is also another really peaceful um, thing I like to do alone too just being out there in nature um, and not even sometimes it's not even nature. Um, I would go to I love beer, so going to the brewery alone became one of my alone activities where I got to get away from you know the things that were around me and enjoy probably take a good book um, or do some writing out there on the um, talk to people, strangers get to know other perspectives and meet other people um the most recent thing i did was i went to the movies alone that i had never done before and that was really peaceful super blanket i did i took a blanket i had some snacks i sat in a road that was all alone like it was so peaceful and like i was able to just focus anytime I'm alone anytime I'm alone I just you're able to focus on just yourself there's nobody around you to think about to you know entertain or anything like that um you're not on anybody's schedule which I love like I can go you know whenever I want to go there's not like oh you know 
let's meet up this time, blah, 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 going on people's schedule. And it's, I'm not saying that I'm always alone. Like, I love hanging out with people. I'm, I would say I'm a pretty social person. But I also know when I need that alone time. And that alone time brings peace. And it makes me a better person for the people around me, for children, for my friends, for my family. And I've realized that it's really important to have that alone time and to be aware when you need it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I say for for myself, um, what peace looks like today is definitely alone. Most uh, people are draining as fuck. Um, <laughs> You know, they have a tendency to project their insecurities onto you and uh, in many in many different ways. And that's male, female, whatever. It's like when uh, <laughs> when people haven't heard from you, they the, the way they ask about it, it sounds like they're asking about you. But it's really like I haven't really talked to you. So let me let me ask this. Are you OK? I believe I'm okay. The question is, are you okay? Because, you know, this delivery is, is has a lot of emotion in it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. it's like, I didn't specify that I was, I had anything going on. But at the same time, you know, the people that hear you when uh, you're not speaking, those are the ones you want to uh, keep around anyway. So you don't want to push away individuals as well. Uh, so very appreciative for you know the the folks in my life that can hear they that can hear me when um when when they don't hear you know when I'm not speaking or some shit. What like do you that. think they're hearing? You know I think that they've known me for some time, so they knew me when I was in a very dark spot. So it can be like, all right, well let me just make sure that this motherfucker is not thinking any suicidal thoughts you know or anything uh-huh. like that so you know it's like wanting to want to wanting to check on old Romy Rome but um, pieces yeah the beach the beach Kenny G to start it Kenny G is like my starter you know whatever's going on if I'm not if I'm not listening to Kenny G then it's like uh Asian meditation music and shit you know, there's this meditation album that I go to every time when I read and I'll bring my headset and of course, you know, I'll take my uh, my speaker um, uh, from time to time. But for the most part, it's just books and a headset and definitely a couple tall uh, seltzers that I'll get from like the, the what is it? The uh, the gas station. It's not too far. It's right there by the beach. I'll go in uh-huh. there and get two talls and I'll finish them fuckers um, while I'm out there because more than likely, I mean, I can sit at the beach for hours at a time, and time will go by very fast, like it's nobody's business. Oh, it'll go by as fast as people on social media. But this time, I'm, you know, you know, the, the beauty of the beach is that I don't have my phone on me, so I'm literally just sitting in the moment. I'm able to see peace. Looks like the the families walking their dog on the beach. Those people walking by past their dogs, those dogs going up and, um, you know, getting given unconditional love because that's what pets do. Um, you know, especially dogs, uh, they give, unconditional yeah. love. they give unconditional love. Um, and then to see, you know, families out there just, um, together, um, seeing certain dogs fight, you know, one another, smell each other's asses, all that shit to me is like, it's peaceful. That's stuff that you see at the, um, you know, at the beach. Peace also comes to me at work once everybody leaves. Like, commonly <laughs> when I'm working a night shift and it's just me in there, I don't even do anything. I don't, I'm not really a, I'm not really a TV fan these days. Like, I'm, I'm out of the matrix. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And anytime I turn on the TV, I, I'm not able to unsee what I, like, what I know about um, TV movies and the matrix and and all that shit so when um i i could only be a part of it for so long yeah one thing one thing i don't understand is the news like i don't i don't watch the news i have no desire to watch the news it's just it's playing and it's nothing but negative yeah information programming it's fear and um, fear yeah and like this evening um I went to my sister's house for a little while and my kids, uh, my nephew were playing in the living room and 
um, we were just all hanging out in the living room and the TV's on and it's playing the news. All hanging out, you know, having family time, laughing, playing, whatever. And like, you know, for a moment, I'm, I start watching the TV and it's the news and it's just story after story of like negative things that are happening. And it just felt really weird that like I was in this like peaceful moment with my family but yet we have to have this tv on that's giving us all this negative energy right yeah and i it, mean yeah yeah the media is designed that way and that's what social media does too um I mean, it's very rare that you see positive images through social media um you know just like because that's what's trending i mean negative things are trending it's easier to do something negative than it is to do something positive and um it's just the it's the way of the world and that's like the the poison it's a virus and you know like when you when you talk of you know they talk about it in the first agreement uh be impeccable with your word like if you're at work and you know somebody's just getting there um, like you got a new um New, new person that you're working with and that person that's been there for a while tells you that the boss is a dick now you've been you know you've already planted that seed into this individual's head now if they agree to it then it's gonna it's gonna do what it's meant to do which is create havoc and all that shit but you know when you don't say anything you allow that person to have their own interpretation of yeah. what that person is but you know that's the that's what gossip does gossip starts out as an illness and becomes, you know, uh, becomes a disease, you know what I'm saying? And you have to shut that shit down. You have to, uh, you have to be impeccable with your word. You have to speak life. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Be, be positive. If you don't got really, it's a, if you don't have anything good to say, you probably should shut the fuck up or remove yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not proving anything by saying something fucked up to someone. And I know that coming from where we come from, like I said, we come from like a BA, Especially like a high school and seeing some people say some fucked up shit to one another, believing that, you know, they stood like they stood up for themselves. No, you just really inflicted pain. Um, you know what I'm saying? It just keeps passing on. And I don't get me wrong, there's a time to kind of check somebody and shit like that. But I mean, it, that, was, that was more about ego. It wasn't about the soul. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't there telling the truth. I mean, the truth can hurt sometimes too, but the way that delivery was done, it was done to inflict pain and to embarrass somebody. So, you know, that, but that's what the media does. I mean, like uh, they're giving shit to, what is this kid, John Morant, and on Twitter and shit right now, I was listening to the Brilliant Idiots while I was working out uh, today. And they were talking about all the memes that are out there because I guess John Moran, you know, John Moran's like, what, 23, 24. And he's, they show him, he was on his like Instagram live or some shit waving a gun at a teenager. And, you know, he's an NBA player, well, you know, million dollar, you know, million dollar man and, and all this stuff. So, of course, people have, you know, shit that they want to say about that or even more you know the the chris rock stand up with the with the will smith shit that's going yeah. on and um you know people have opinions he called uh, jada jada pinkett a bitch and, and all this stuff you know people have their you know their state you know their feelings on that and it's like where's the positivity in it you know like it's just defense after defense you're just you're um you're responding to being offended by saying something more offensive and it's just an ongoing um this is an ongoing thing and that and it just we just keep passing around a disease and it's like being able to recognize all right should i probably say this shit i probably shouldn't so just i mean it's funny in my head but i probably shouldn't say it you know that type of thing you know just being mindful of what of what type of seeds that you're planting um every time you open your mouth every time you send a text message you know you decide whatever you put out in the world is what you're gonna get back so if you if i keep putting out negativity to the world that's exactly what i'm going to get in return that's how the universe works um you know it very it very well may not be it might you the negativity you put out and to this person it may not come back from that person it very well is going to come back from something else though and um it's just funny how that uh you know how that how that works i'll say this v um like i told you the fucking show has gone by almost an hour and it feels like we only been talking for like 10 minutes and but that's the, but that's the the chemistry 
that's there when you have healthy conversation, meaningful conversation. Yeah. And again, and and then two minds that are able to bounce off of one another. But before we do um, get out of here, I do want to ask you, uh, what can um, people do to obtain peace? Like, what, what's something that you can offer our listeners? That's something that they can that you would recommend to obtain peace that may be in a dark space right now. The thing that comes to the top of my head is read, um, start reading. I know that reading isn't for everyone, so maybe like audiobooks, um, but I feel like reading is so powerful and it makes your mind grow in like so many different ways, so many different ways, especially like, you know, um, self-help books, mental health books, things like right. that. Learn Learning what's going on and in your mind is gonna bring you the biggest peace I think mm-hmm. yeah um, what I can share with our listeners um, as far as like what you can do to obtain peace when you're in a, a dark space be honest with yourself number one um, be honest that you are in a dark space uh, feel everything that you that comes up um, you know don't try to shy away from it don't try to replace it with an addiction um, it only makes it worse and um, just but to feel that you know, I think uh, I'll use a testimony from you. I think you uh, mentioned that, uh, you know, you were going through something and that you wanted to go have a drink or some shit like that. But you just sat and you felt everything that came up. You know what I mean? And yeah. Eventually, you know, your mood shifted. Um, you know, you embraced everything. You didn't run from what you felt. And, and that's really like what I find to be helpful. You know what I'm saying? Like to to not run to porn, to not run to have a a seltzer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the escape that, that rings in your head. You know, because your brain is you have to train your brain, and if your brain is constantly trained to rely upon this particular uh, escape, this particular vice, that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen when it feels panicked. So you have to literally train your mind. Um, you know, with the self-help books, with the meditation, with uh, sitting in peace, with separating yourself. Like, that's another thing um, I think people need to understand is like being able to be alone um, is an addiction in itself. But it's, I would say it's a healthy, uh, I want to say it's a healthy addiction because, um, you know, being able to be like being okay with being by yourself is uh it's it's just healthy yeah to to me uh because i don't have to spaz out i don't feel the need to like i gotta have somebody around like some people will not go to dinner or go to lunch or some or some or some shit at like a restaurant by themselves some people will not go to a bar or or the movies by themselves and i find um i find so much uh peace in that i went to see ant-man um on you know the day it came out in the movies and it was just me flip-flops i think i was in um yeah i was in the, the most comfortable attire i mm-hmm. could find i didn't have no damn blanket or a blanket or i have but uh, try it uh, try <laughs> it i'll never go back yeah, i'll never go but back it was um but no, i laid out i just laid out across like i don't know these four chairs watching um i probably could have used the pillow though because i you know you try to lay <laughs> your head on that fucking armrest that shit is uh that shit is pure pain that that big that big ass plastic uh armrest thing or whatever but it, it but to just do it alone um it brought so much confidence you know it brings so much confidence when you can do shit alone that's the whole thing a lot of us are still conditioned to turn to someone else to find happiness versus understanding that happiness is not something that you can find it's something that you are and you have to choose to be happy uh you have to decide each day you get up you know what you're going to be everything we're doing we're choosing to do i don't care what it is everything is a you know it's a choice um you just have to decide in your mind and if you can get it um you know decided in your mind then it will manifest itself into the world. We become what we think about. So when I feel like, you know, I'm down and shit like that, I'm like, all right. So now I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm 
I'm drowning in my head. You know, I'm feeling overwhelmed in some form or fashion. And the voice of childhood is speaking louder than the voice of the adult because there's no way in hell that I would tell myself that, you know, I'm a failure or anything like that. That's not me talking. That's something, somebody planted that idea. And that's what you would do to a child. A child gets manipulated. It's like having an older cousin stating that there's a fucking boogeyman in the closet, you know what I mean? And then you're 27 and you're afraid of the fucking dark because of the boogeyman's in the closet. Like, get your grown ass out of here, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a, you know, it's, it's something a child would do. And, and a lot of times we go through childhood trauma that causes us to suffer from a lot of shit that was happening, you know, um, in childhood. But all in all, the way I feel like the way that you can, you know, find peace is by learning to be alone with your own thoughts and no distractions, just your own thoughts, just sitting in, I, I, whether it's listening to music that's like spa music, um, uh, you know, commonly just instrumentals, classical or what have you, but being able to sit alone with your thoughts, process those thoughts, um, breathing exercises, listen to your breathing and it clears up your mind and some uh, like like nobody's business is was very scary you know i think i'll share i'll even share a tactic that they talked about today on the brilliant idiots it's like you know i think schultz was talking about i mean it's a very bizarre thought but it helped him out but he was talking about how uh he went to get like an mri or some shit and he was having crazy anxiety he was just laying there and then he just all he did was think about all the girls that used to come by his house I mean, his apartment at like 2 a.m. to give him head and shit. Now, the point of it <laughs> is that the point of it is what he was saying, what is what is being told is that he thought of something that was like happy thoughts. Because yeah. commonly when we're thinking about fucked up shit, we're not thinking about happy thoughts. We're thinking about negative thoughts and negative thoughts are going to do what they've been called to do. They're going to make us feel negative. But if we're able to think about like our kids our kids being born or you know when we got whatever you know ate that damn philly cheesesteak whatever something that generates a form of happiness for you it enables you it enables that person to kind of shift their mindset and of course if you change your mindset you can pretty much do um anything but nevertheless those those are some ways that i feel like some can like if you're in a dark space that you can obtain peace but um you know before we get out of here i just really want to thank uh my friend but um I, i'm about to give out the government i've got my friend v <laughs> <It's> um <funny. laughs> give out, you know my, my friend v for being on uh today's show and and blessing us with her knowledge of you know saying self-help and mindfulness really spirituality and just her thoughts on a, on a, a whole list of things that you know you can play back and hear this over and over again um for your um your own view uh listening pleasure and uh, eventually convincing her to get her own youtube shit going so you can get a visual as well <laughs> um but it's baby steps baby steps we'll get to you know we'll get to that at some point in time however you know v, did you want to tell them uh obviously got they i'm sure our listeners probably got kids you want to tell them about your your children and their uh youtube show <laughs> yes my little children and their little youtube show it's so cute um yeah i have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and i mean obviously they live in a world where that's what they do is watch youtube all day if i let them just being asked like my son my five-year-old like mom can i make a youtube video and my initial was like no I didn't say that out loud, but my thought process was like, no, you can't make a YouTube video. We're not going to make a YouTube video. And then I'm like, okay, he wants, so let's do it. You know, let's, he's five years old. Let's, you know, uh, he's like, how do I do this? And I'm like, you just record yourself phone. And then you, there's an app and you just put that video on the YouTube app. And he was like, that's it. And I was like, yeah pretty much i mean i guess the gist of it there's more things but yes that's that's the basics of it so yeah so do some cute little um videos that they have ideas for and actually today um they asked me like when 
are you going to do the next one? And I was like, well, we can do one this weekend. Like, let's, you know, what, what do you guys think? What do you guys want to do? Um, what do you guys want to, you know, want the episode to be about? So, you know, just having their little mind start, you know, working and just, you know, teaching them what it's like to be in front of a camera and just teaching them the little process. I think, you know, eventually they'll have something. Oh, so where can um, viewers um, find that show? What, what's the name of their other YouTube? Oh, their the name of their YouTube is Rob and Roe on youtube right. is there an mtv show like that is that what that big rob big rob big and rob robin big or something yeah rob and big yeah or something. all right yeah. cool so no copyright infringement um but um navi this uh like i said I, I really truly believe that this was a healing um experience for everyone that's listening you know what i'm saying there's things that um you said it's just going to make people think um especially your peers and for them to see you and maybe a light that you've never shown them before but to actually hear you on a podcast you know going in depth about mindfulness and you know enable them to kind of be inspired um by such you know what i'm saying the same way that you felt inspired to do so but uh no like i said i just it's just amazing um to see your growth uh, from you know, from from knowing you in the beginning and, and and up until this point to where now you're doing fucking podcasts, which is uh, it's a, you know it's dope uh, to see that come to um, fruition. Just having an idea, something that just start everything starts out as an idea. So to be like, you know what, big, you should start a podcast, and then like a couple weeks later, you're sending me a, um, a link to your first podcast, and it's like ambitious, you know what I'm saying, hungry. And um, being able to want to go out there and just show the world, you know, what you can do and leave it all out, leave it all out there. And it gets easier um, over time. There's going to be challenges. But as far as like having that courage to just put out something, it, uh, it gets easier over time. And, you know, obviously, once you study your craft, listen to what works, what doesn't work, um, the show is just going to mold itself into its own thing. And it's like, you know, Jim Rome says, like, when you first start something, you know, you're in charge. After a while, it's in charge. So it's like, you know, it's learning to be mindful of uh, of that as time progresses. But uh, I definitely wish, um, you know, you the best with uh, with this show. I'm grateful that um, you were able to come on my show um, tonight. Uh, I mean, for, yeah, tonight, today, whatever. No one really knows what the fuck it is. But tonight, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> of being on this show and um and sharing your mind uh with me as well as the rest of the world um but is there anything that you wanted to share as far as like your handles or anything like that for uh like instagram or tiktok that you want to um, put out there not at the moment no all right cool shy bashful we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that well of course uh listeners uh if you're listening to this uh you can check out uh Ask Rome YouTube series on TikTok. That's the handle for that. Same thing for Instagram, Ask Rome YouTube series. Um, Two Cents Podcast. You can check that out on Anchor, Spotify, um, iTunes, and um, I'm sure it's on another platform. But definitely check out the, you know, Ask Rome um, episodes like through YouTube. And you can even check out Two Cents Podcast Central on YouTube, which shows like some old, uh, <laughs> like my very first podcast that I've done, you know, to listen to that, to listen to where, uh, where it's gone is, is a, it's just so much growth in that maturity, um, structure, <laughs> number one, number one is fucking structure, like to just starting out and trying to be, um, you know, the Steve Harvey morning show, first take, undisputed, brilliant idiots ricky smiley morning show all in one and to now having a little bit more focus and um and being able to carry yourself in a way that will inspire others and make them want to uh you know think think about their life choices and try to improve their life with those uh, with the knowledge that's given um but uh, before we get out of here is there anything that you wanted to say i just want to say thank you thank you for having me here making this moment i can talk about this forever yep i can talk about peace forever and it won't be yeah so it definitely won't be the last time the next time you come up here you you know you'll be a superstar 
uh, podcast host, you know, running running things out in Cali and um, in Malibu, for that matter. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the star of Malibu. I'm from Oxnard, Oxnard, <laughs> California. <laughs> Not from Malibu, not yeah. I am not from Malibu. So shout out to what's your man? What the hell is that guy's name? The, Anderson Pack. Yep, Anderson Oxford Pack. Shout out, to, shout out to Anderson Pack for representing Malibu to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? First, first album. No, in all seriousness, um, giving uh true, true, like true props to the city of Oxnard. Uh, beautiful it's a city. beautiful city. It's a beautiful yeah, definitely city. beautiful city. Mountains, uh, Pacific Coast Highway, breweries, Beach. yeah, all that stuff out there. Comedy shows. Yeah, it's just, uh, just you know, just ultimately a great time um, being being out there and such. But um, from uh, from Romy Mac and B, we out. Peace. <laughs>